ഫിദുനിയാഹിറത്തിലമിനസ്വാദിഹീൻ إذ قال له ربه أسلم قال أسلمت لرب العالمين صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم سيأتي على الناس زمان يخير الرجل بين العجز والفجور فإذا أدرك أحدكم ذلك الزمان فليختر العجز على الفجور أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected علماءي الكرام Brothers and elders These the days of hajj that we are passing from the first of shawal the days of hajj commence So the Ushak, the lovers of Allah Taala, who have been chosen to perform the Hajj, some of them are gone, some of them would be leaving, some would perhaps be making the Tawaf of Baytullah, some might be standing at Multazam, some might be at Mukam Ibrahim, somebody might be making Sa'i, some might be in Madinah Munawwara. presenting themselves at the Rosa Mubarak then the days of Hajj will come and then the Ushak will be in Mina and thereafter they'll be in Arafat beseeching Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala then they'll be in Muzdalifa spending the night begging Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala then in Mina again offering the Qurbani and sacrifice and Dhamma Shukar and all the other various rites of hajj so these are indeed the very fortunate and selected people whom allah tbaraka wa taala has given this opportunity to may allah tbaraka wa taala bless one and all with this opportunity and may allah taala accept the hajj of all the hujjaj that will perform the hajj this year and all those who have performed the hajj previous years as well this is as far as the hujjaj are concerned but the rest of us who do not have that opportunity now is it that we are not to have any kind of thought in mind not to be focusing on anything no not at all when the days of hajj come then every year that it comes it will bring back the same lessons it will bring back the same messages whether a person goes for hajj or he is at his home these messages come for each person these lessons come for all of us and this is the unique aspect of deen other creeds other cultures when they want to remember something there's some dead lifeless statue somewhere that they erect in some park and then the birds will be perching on it and after a short while it will be full of all the birds mess and that will be the remembrance of that person that he is in some park and the birds are all over him Allah tabarak wa taala wished to keep 
the remembrance of Ibrahim alive. And in what a way that every year physically millions of hujjaj will be fulfilling those rites of hajj which bring alive the memory of Ibrahim and the memory of his family, the memory of their sacrifices. And then throughout the world, wherever a person will be, the qurbani that will be performed, this too will bring back the memory of the sacrifices of Ibrahim and his family. So Islam is a living deen. And therefore they are living reminders for lessons that we have to live. Because these are not just something for the history books. That so and so came and he went and this was his some achievement and that's it. No, deen, Islam is a living religion. And the lessons are for us to live them. So since these are the days of Hajj, and these are filled with the reminders of Sayyidina Ibrahim in connection with that, this ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited regarding Ibrahim Allah says, that who will disincline, who will turn his back on the millet of Ibrahim his way of life, his path, who will ever turn against this? Illa man safiha nafsa. Except the person, can we imagine the wording of the Quran Sharif? And what a way Allah wa ta'ala is bringing this to our attention. The importance of the millat and the way of Ibrahim Because in other eyes of the Quran Sharif, Allah ta'ala commands Nabi Hanifa. Oh Nabi, you also follow the millat and the way of Ibrahim So though the shariat of Nabi is the wahi that came to him, but the core principles were the same. The core principles that were given to Ibrahim Nabi was given the same. The details differed in various things. So Nabi was also being told, you also follow this millat. So here in this ayat Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَيْ يَرْغَبُ عَمْ مِلَّةِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ إِلَّا مَنْ سَفِيهَ نَفْسَ Whoever will, who is that person that can be ever thought about, who will turn his back on the way of Ibrahim except that person who has made a complete fool of himself. Subhanallah, can we imagine the expression of the Quran Sharif? Allah Ta'ala is saying, only that person can ever think about doing such a thing. That he turns his back on the millat of Ibrahim والسلام, that he disinclines from that way of life. Illa man safiha nafsa. Except that person who has made a complete fool of himself. And why? Why will such a person be such a fool? Because Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَقَدِ اسْتَفَيْنَاهُ فِي الدُّنْيَا We had specially selected him, we selected him. So if we selected him, we selected his way of life also. And when we selected his way of life, then somebody turns their back onto it. Who else will do this but a fool? وَإِنَّهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ لَمِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ And then again in the hereafter, he will be counted among the righteous of the highest caliber. So after all this selection and the special position Allah Ta'ala has given him and somebody will still turn their back on it, it can only be a person who has completely lost all intelligence. Now what was the way of life? 
What was this millet? So Allah tabarak wa ta'ala then describes this. إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمُ That when his Rabb said to him and commanded him, Aslim. We are also Muslim. So Allah ta'ala commanded Ibrahim wasalam, Aslim. Aslim, submit yourself entirely. Heart and soul. So what was his response? His response without any hesitation was Qala Aslam Alameen. That I've submitted myself for Allah wa Ta'ala, who's Rabbul Alameen, who is the master of the universe. And in saying this, he could have said Aslam could have said Aslam and stopped at that. But it's Aslam Rabbil Alameen. That the nature of the universe, the creator and the nature of the universe, Allah alone. So if I submit myself to him, I haven't done anybody a favor. This is what was necessary upon me. This is what was required of me. I did only myself a favor by doing, by submitting myself to Allah Taala. So when Allah Taala said Aslim, he totally handed himself over. But it wasn't lip service. It wasn't just, well, you are asked to say something and you said it. Like that person when he got married, so the person performing the nikah, the Imam Sahib said, say nakahtuha, so he said nakahtuha. Now when he went home, he said, well, now you have to pay the mahar, and then you have to provide food and clothing and shelter. He said, I only said nakahtuha, I didn't say nothing else. But in this nakahtuha came everything else. It was a package deal. Everything came along one time. So that one word brought along with it a whole lot of responsibilities. So likewise, Ibrahim said one word, Aslim, Aslam to Rabbil Alameen, one statement. But then he lived up to it. So Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِذِ اِبْتَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَأَتَمَّهُنْ That all the various tests we brought on Ibrahim which are well known to us, we will hear about it again also. The tests in various ways, leaving his family in a barren place, total submission. No questions asked. Slaughter your son. No questions asked. Whatever it may be. Somebody might say you are a fool. You want to slaughter your son? He says, no, I'm no fool. I'm submitting to Allah. You're leaving your wife and child in this barren place. There's no water. There's no food. There's no shelter. There's nobody to look after them. Are you a fool? No, I'm no fool. I'm submitting to the command of Allah. So that person who submitted entirely to Allah Taala, Allah Taala is saying, who will turn his back onto his way of life, and who will disincline? Illa man nafsa, except the person who has made a total fool of himself. In one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Hazrat Abu Huraira radiAllahu Taala reports that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "Sayyati alan nasi zamanun," that a time will come upon the people, "Yuhayyaru rajulu bain al ajzi wal fujur." That a person will be, he will be at a, put at a choice. He'll be in the corner now. You have one of two choices. There's no third choice. Either you get ready to be called a fool. But this is now to be called a fool in the eyes of people. Or otherwise you get involved in the wrongs. Because the society is now going in a certain direction. Everybody is doing something in a certain way. Everybody is conducting their lives in a certain fashion and style. 
though this will be against the commands of Allah Ta'ala, people are conducting their businesses in a certain way, which trample the laws of deen. So either you follow that, you become part of that, or be called a fool by society, you decide what you want. Allah's Nabi says, فَإِذَا أَدْرَكَ أَحَدَكُمْ ذَلِكَ الزَّمَانِ If that time ever comes upon any of you, فَلْيَخْتَرِ الْعَجْزَ عَلَى الْفُجُورِ Then you rather choose to be called a fool, rather than get involved in the sin and disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. So one is, that person who turns his back on Allah, on Ibrahim Islam's way of life, of that taslim, total submission to Allah Ta'ala. Here Allah Ta'ala says, such a person in the sight of Allah Ta'ala is the fool. And here there's another situation. The Beast is saying, society will put you to this choice. Either person chooses to be part of society in all the wrongs, whatever society is deciding to do, or he decides to become, to be called a fool among people. So the Beast said, don't worry, become one who is called a fool, but in the sight of Allah Ta'ala you'll be intelligent. Now if we look at our lives, the whole day we are put to this test. This call of aslim is directed to us at every juncture of our life. At every juncture of our day and night. Person, early in the morning it's fajr time. When the muazzin is calling out Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. At that time this is being directed to him. Aslim. Submit now to the call of Allah. Now it's a cold night and the bed is very warm and the sleep is overpowering and all the other various factors are around which are distracting a person from answering the call of the muazzin but this call is being made to him at the same time aslim submit now so a person now what does he do does he submit to allah tabarak wa ta'ala or not that same lesson of ibrahim there's a person at that time physically say, Aslam to Rabbil Alameen. I have submitted myself to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala has called. Now nothing else can come in the way. Now it is the masjid. Then, how does a person start his day? Does he start it with salah? Or does he start it with some other things? Some people actually say, I start off my day. And these are realities, unfortunately. Some say that I start off my day. How you start off your day? I make a posting on Facebook. Make a posting on Facebook. Somebody says I send a tweet on Twitter. First time that I heard it this morning, we were discussing this in one little discussion. I just said I'm sure I will be pardoned for saying it in this way. But the first time I heard this word, the word thing that came to mind was what it always used to sound like, something derogatory. They call somebody a twit. And now this came from the Allah knows best what is being, who is who now and what's going on. He said, no, I'm also on Twitter. So who am I? Allah knows best. So person says, no, this is how I start my day. Whereas that day should be started off with the remembrance of Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala. That day should be started off with answering the call of the Muslim. The day should be started off with tilawat of the Quran Sharif. The day should be started off with some zikr of Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala. With the recitation of Surah Yaseen, in the Hadith, Nabi says, Man Yaseen fi sadrin nahar, That the person who recites Surah Yaseen at the beginning of the day, his needs of the day will be fulfilled. Now the person, what is his 
day how is it going so all this thing will keep coming that now because everybody is in something everybody is defacing themselves on facebook so how can i be left out i got to deface myself as well so this becomes the situation now if i don't become part of the crowd i'll be called a fool if i'm not part of what society is doing then they're going to say that this fellow is outdated this fellow knows nothing he is living in the camel ages nabi sallallahu already told us about this that fal yastaril ajza ala al fujur rather be called a fool but don't get involved in the haram now everybody is on the bahut bari musibat the bbm one is somebody is using it for a genuine halal purpose it's fine but the amount of haram that carries on with it it has truly become for such in such a situation a bahut bari musibat now if i don't have it i seem out of place i got to have it so somebody is saying no but this is something that now everybody is doing it everybody is got it how come you haven't got it so you got to be also on it you got to be passing on these messages chatting with anyone and everyone whether it is halal whether it is haram makes no difference so here again is that same call aslim and complete submission to what allah wants from us otherwise a person will keep following what the society wants and what the west wants and what nafs wants and what shaitan wants and in the process we'll be making a fool of ourselves as i just mentioned earlier that in this little discussion this morning it was talk to the woman to the females so in that process one aspect came to mind which somebody had mentioned so i narrated that maybe it's while it might be a example that relates to women but something that we can relate to ourselves in different ways one person recently mentioned that after eid the day of eid there several of the women folk in the house that were complaining of their pain on the feet and leg whatever so he said how come everybody suddenly what happened so he said no we all were wearing high heels so he said but why were you wearing high heels so well everybody was wearing high heels so if everybody was wearing it you go to eid so if everybody is doing something you go to do it so first they'll make you pay for it and as i say it make you pay arm and leg to put that high heel on that leg and thereafter you go to pay for that pay for having worn it with the pain on that leg then you must pay for the pain killer to kill that pain and then after you must regard yourself that now because i wore high heels i am part of high society now if i don't wear high heels others will look down upon me because they'll be wearing high something high and they'll look down upon me so this is how this fashion becomes a slavery this following of this fashion becomes a slavery now this as i said is an example but there's so many things in our own lives let us see what is way, what is taking us where in which direction because somebody is doing it because society is doing it because some fashion has started off somewhere then we have to latch on to it we have to follow it no that's not the case we have been given this lesson of ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam wa may yarghabu an millati ibrahim illa man safiha nafsa wa laqad istafaynahu fi dunya wa innahu fi al akhirati lamin al salihin and then allah ta'ala says qala lahu rabbuhu aslim qala aslamtu li rabbil alamin total submission to allah tbarak wa ta'ala every aspect of life then how do i conduct my business for example is my business conducted the way allah tbarak wa ta'ala has ordered is it being conducted in a way that allah ta'ala wants it to be conducted or because everybody is doing it in a certain way i go to follow suit otherwise i'll get left out when the ayat of the quran sharif was revealed 
انما الخمر والميسر والانصاب والازلام رجس من عمل الشيطان فاجتنبوه all this intoxicants and wine everything alcohol is all haram the final ayat was revealed Anas says and I was at that time serving some drink to some people because it was permissible up to that point in time the ayat just came so Abu Qatada told me that he was a young boy he was serving it to whoever was sitting there said to him that something is being somebody is making some announcement outside what is happening they go check so he says I went out and I heard that somebody is announcing that this ayat of the Quran Sharif has been revealed. All this is now completely haram. So he says, I stepped back in. And then I mentioned to all those who were gathered there that this ayat has been revealed. And these drinks and wine and alcohol and intoxicants are all haram. He says that those who had it in the glass, they threw it from the glass. And if somebody had at that time a gulp in his mouth, he spat it out. He says the streets of Medina Munawwara were flowing with that wine. One ayat of the Quran Sharif came and everybody said, Aslam to Rabbil Alameen. That I have submitted myself to Allah. Wa ta'ala. Now I cannot even take one girl. It's already the mouth, it can't go down. It'll come out. One Sahabi a little later comes into Medina Munawwara. He's about approaching. He had gone to Sham, to Syria, and he had taken his entire capital and he had bought a whole consignment of wine. And now he's on the borders, on the outskirts, and somebody saw him coming. They said, don't you know what ayat has been revealed? So what ayat has been revealed? He said, this ayat was revealed, that all this is now haram. So he left it right there. He came into Madinah Munawwara, and he meets Nabi Islam, and he says, this ayat has been revealed? Yes, this ayat has been revealed. He says, this, can I sell it to somebody? Sorry, it's haram now, completely. He goes out there, and he breaks everything, and destroys the whole consignment. Aslam to li rabbil alameen. I've submitted myself to Allah Ta'ala. My whole capital is now going down the gutters. The capital can go down the gutters, but the command of Allah Ta'ala won't go down the gutter. Aslam to li rabbil alameen. Ibrahim alayhi millat. Complete submission to Allah Ta'ala. Whether it is in our business, whether it is in our social life, Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala an, at the time of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, he goes to Nabi Islam, sends him into Makkah Mukarramah. Nabi Islam was restrained from entering by the Quraysh. So he sends him to go and negotiate. So now in the morning, now he goes and spends the night with his cousin, who was not a Muslim. But now he's going with him now to the chiefs of the Quraysh to go and negotiate now. How do we solve this problem? You all have prevented us from entering. Everybody comes to Kaabatullah. So as he's leaving, he had his garment halfway between his ankles and his knee, on his shin. The way of Nabi Islam is, that he always had it halfway, on his shin. But it is permissible to have it just up to above the ankles also, that is permissible. To hang it below the ankles is completely forbidden. So Usman used to keep it the way Nabi Islam kept it. So his cousin says to him that, look, you're going to negotiate with the Quraysh. And, see if you are dressed like this, then they will not give you that respect. They will not give you that respect. In other words, they'll regard you as a foolish person. The more the garment will hang on the floor, the more they'll regard you as somebody honorable. So rather, hang it down. Let it flow down. Hazrat Usman 
He also was the person who made taslim. He also was a person of aslam to rabbil alameen. Without a second thought, he said, La, never, no. La, no, I won't do this. Hakada izratu sahibina sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That the garment of my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is like this. I will keep mine like this. Bas. Everything else I'm not interested in. Whoever thinks I'm a fool, that is their foolishness. This is my way of life, which is the way of life of my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hazrat Huzaifa bin Yaman radiallahu ta'ala an. And Hazrat ibn Amir radiallahu ta'ala an. They go to Kisra. And this, before this attack, there was some negotiation. So they are called, okay, come and talk. So at the door, the person at the door, he stops there. How can you go and meet Kisra in this kind of clothes? So he takes out some royal garments, which obviously will be very long and whatever else. He said, you have to wear this and go. So Zifar now says to him that, if this is the condition to meet Kisra, we have got no need to meet him. You can keep your clothes and keep Kisra also. Be going. So this message was sent to Kisra, the king now, that these are some strange people. They're not prepared to wear these garments, royal garments. And they say, if we, they have to wear this, then forget about it. They're going. So Kisra says, okay, send them in. So when they come, before this, they are given some food to eat. They are made to sit down to eat. So one morsel falls down from the hand of Huzaifa bin Yaman radiallahu ta'ala now what is the way of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Not to waste a single drop. Not to waste a single grain. All this is a ni'mat of Allah wa ta'ala. So he immediately picks up that mussel to eat it. Cleans it. Picks it off the floor, cleans it. And he's about to eat it. So somebody says to him that this is not the etiquette of this place. These people got a different etiquette here. They, they look down upon this. That somebody picks up something from the floor to eat it. So what is his response? That أَأَتْرُكُ سُنَّةَ حَبِيبِي لِهَا الْحُمَقَى Must I leave the sunnah and the way of my Habib وسلم, for these fools? If they regard me as a fool, that is their stupidity. But I will not regard, leave this because of them. Unfortunately nowadays, this is a very common thing. If something is given to drink, somebody goes as a guest somewhere or whatever, or is at some function or some meeting and something is brought to drink, then because of the etiquette of the uncultured West, the uncultured Western way of life, there's no culture in there. There's no etiquette. It is a word of etiquette. That it is totally uncultured to drink everything up. Must waste something. You must waste. If you don't waste, then you're uncultured. If you waste, now you've got culture in you. So the culture is of wastage. So now we'll find many a Muslim, he will also leave it. He'll drink the tree, three quarter he'll drink and he'll leave the other quarter. For who? But no, that's the etiquette. The etiquette is to waste. The culture is to waste. Whereas, Hazrat Huzifa radiallahu said, La, Do I leave the sunnah of my Habib for these fools? Nabi used to lick the utensil clean. He would lick the utensil clean and he would say, You don't know in which last drop of that food was all the barakat. In which last grain was all the barakat. Hazrat Mufti Shafi sahab, on one occasion, he was walking 
and one of his sons was with him and he took out something from his pocket to give somebody or whatever and in that process some coin fell out. Now it was night, it was dark little and one coin of some pesa, like a few cents, maybe five cents or something. That one coin fell off and it rolled away. Now where it rolled away on the sides were some kind of thorny bushes. Now it's dark, it's in the night and then these thorny bushes are there. So he said to his son, look for it. So he said, how am I going to look for it now? Leave it now. It's like how we'll say, five cents it is, two cents now. Who's going to worry about the two cents? Nowadays, you give the bigger 50 cents also, they throw it aside. Hey, what is 50 cents I'm going to do with? So he said, he said, no, no, look for it. So in any case, now he looked for it, but what is he going to look for? It's dark. Where he's going to see it in the darkness? And then how he's going to look for it through the stony bushes? It's gone under somewhere. So he looked for it for a minute or so. He said, he asked him, do you look for it? He said, yeah, look for it. Where is it? I can't find it. Okay, chalo, let's go. So as they walked along, so this, whichever of the sons was with him, he said to him, but it was obvious we're not going to find it. And number two, it was some five paisa or something, five cents. So why did we even take the trouble to look for it? He said that five cents also was a ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. We didn't have any hope of finding it. Maybe we didn't have the hope of finding it, but we looked for it. When we looked for it, we showed appreciation for it, qadr for it. Now we didn't find it, we are excused. But if we just said, well, it's five cents, forget about it and carry on. We showed disregard for it. If Allah Ta'ala closes his doors of rizq because of disregard, nobody else will open it for us. And nobody else can open it for us. So every aspect of Nabi Wasallam's life, that is for us to be adopting, that is for us to be latching on to. Huzifa radiallahu ta'ala said, La. Or he said, Atruku sunnata habibi, humaqa. Must I leave the sunnat of my Habib sallallahu for these fools? Whether it was in their mu'amalat, in their mu'asharat, in their social life, in whatever aspect, they latched on to the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu And this was that millat of Ibrahim And turning the back on this millat, this inclining from this way of life, in every aspect, in the way a person conducts his personal life, how does a person conduct his personal life with his wives and children? Look at the seerat of Rasulullah That is the millat of Ibrahim That Nabi would come in the home, Hazrat Aisha says that he was one of us. That he was somebody that just became like one of us. He would be part of the household. He would be cheerful. He would enter the home smiling. He would make salam. He would assist the people of the house in the things of the household chores. يَخْسِفُ نَعْلَهُ وَيَخْسِفُ ثَوْبَهُ That he would, if there was some need to patch his garment, he'll do it himself. If there was a need to patch his shoe, he will do it himself. Sometimes he would sweep the house. Now this is the way of life of Rasulullah This is that Millat Ibrahim. And this is what we are being told about to walk on the same Millat. وَاتَّبِعْ Millat Ibrahim Hanifa. So these days of Hajj, they come, they come with the reminder of Ibrahim They come with the reminder of his sacrifices. They come with these lessons for us. That in every aspect of life, we follow that same way. We don't worry about what society is up to, what people are thinking, what somebody will comment, who might make some kind of remark. All these things shouldn't be of any concern to us. Our Allah must be happy with us. Allah wa ta'ala must be happy with us. 
with what face we will face Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That is what we could worry about. If somebody says you're not on Facebook, what kind of person you are? Say, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about how I will face Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Otherwise, if I get involved in all these things and get involved in haram, then how will I face Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Then with what face I'll present myself? So this is the concern that we should be having and this is the concern that we should be reviving in these Mubarak days. So this is the lessons that we have to be bringing up, reviving, living. As we said, Islam is a living deen. And these messages are not dead messages. They are messages that we have to imbibe in ourselves. We have to live these, these messages. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq of following the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam and saving ourselves from ever turning our back on this way of life. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Make zikr for a few minutes and then we'll do on. Said Guru Chalif. We recite La ilaha illallah a hundred times. It's reported in the hadith that the person who recite La ilaha illallah a hundred times in the day, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that he will be granted the tawfiq of such a'mal that will gain him this great position and distinction on the day of Qiyamah. When reciting La ilaha, we will keep in mind as if everything besides Allah Ta'ala has been taken out of our hearts. All the ghayrullah, all the evil, all the lusts, all the haram, whatever else we have fallen into, all this we have taken and thrown aside. And illallah, it is the muhabbat and the love of Allah Ta'ala that is now settling in our hearts. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada Ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu La ilaha illallah, 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 la ilaha la ilaha illallah 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 la ilaha 
محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم recite Allah hundred times with this in mind that just as we have a tongue in the mouth there's a tongue in the heart also and the tongue in the heart is also reciting Allah and everything around us is also reciting Allah and our hearts are being illuminated by the nur of this Mubarak name Allah Allah Jalaluhu Amma Nawaluhu Allah, 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 Kaysa Pyaara Naam Hai, Aashiqo Ka Meena Aur Jaam Hai, Allah, Allah, Kaysa Pyaara Naam Hai, Aashiqo Ka Meena Aur Jaam Hai, آہرا جز آسما حمدم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود آہرا جز آسما حمدم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود الہی بندرا رسوا مکن گربدم من سر من پیدا مکن الہی بندرا رسوا مکن گربدم من سر من پیدا مکن ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 
ഹമ്മദുറസൂറമ ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم ارزقنا ايمانا كاملا اللهم ارزقنا اخلاصا كاملا اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك الہ العالمین یا اللہ ہم بڑے گنہگار خطا کار مجرم ہیں الہ العالمین سر سے پیر تک گناہوں میں ڈوبے ہوئے ہیں الہ العالمین محض اپنے فضل و کرم سے ہمارے تمام گناہوں کو معاف فرما الہ العالمین تمام سیئات کو درگزر فرما الہ العالمین تمام سیئات کو حسنات سے مبدل فرما الہ العالمین یا اللہ فگیو آل او میجا ان مائنس سنز الہ العالمین فگیو اس یا اللہ یا اللہ فگیو او فیملیز یا اللہ فگیو او فرنز ریلیٹیوز یا اللہ الہ العالمین فگیو دی انتہائی امت و رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم الہ العالمین it is due to our ill deeds and due to our sins that all the ya Allah hardships are coming down الہ العالمین یا اللہ you remove the difficulties from the ummah ya Allah الہ العالمین forgive us our sins ya Allah الہ العالمین grant us the topic of doing those a'mal that will bring down your rahmat ya Allah الہ العالمین save us from those a'mal that bring down your adab and wrath ya Allah الہ العالمین یا اللہ grant us ya Allah hidayat ya Allah ya Allah give us a topic of following the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam ya Allah keep us on the millat of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam الہ العالمین یا اللہ save us from ever becoming disinclined from his way ya Allah الہ العالمین save us from making fools of ourselves ya Allah الہ العالمین یا اللہ grant us the intelligence ya Allah that will take us to jannat ya Allah الہ العالمین give us the intelligence that will keep us on the way of the sunnat ya Allah الہ العالمین grant us the love of the sunnat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam put the hatred of the ways of the yahud and nasara in our hearts ya Allah الہ العالمین یا اللہ enable us to walk on the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam ya Allah enable us to follow in every aspect of life ya Allah الہ العالمین full of our hearts with your love ya Allah ya Allah you become ours ya Allah you make us yours ya Allah الہ العالمین for too long we have become the people of nafs ya Allah for too long we have become those of shaitan ya Allah for too long we have been following our desires ya Allah الہ العالمین make us yours ya Allah you become ours ya Allah الہ العالمین ya Allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya Allah الہ العالمین keep us steadfast on sirat mutaqim ya Allah الہ العالمین ya Allah take us with iman ya Allah take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah محمد الرسول الله اله العالمين take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah ya allah save us from a bad death ya allah save us from death in a condition of sin ya allah اله العالمين يا الله يا الله all those who have passed away ya allah forgive them ya allah fill their covers with noor ya allah grant them the high stages in the akhirah ya allah اله العالمين يا الله the time of our death also ya allah take us with kamil iman ya allah ya allah make our gardens also gardens covers gardens of jannah for us ya allah اله العالمين grant us shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
ilahul alamin ya allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ya allah save us from the hisab kitab of that day ya allah ilahul alamin we are not capable of giving any accounting ya allah ilahul alamin we can't account for anything that we have done ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you save us from the accounting of that day ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah those of our parents who are living ya allah give them barakat in their lives give them barakat in their health ya allah ya allah give us a tawfiq of serving them and being obedient to them ya allah let us gain jannat out of service to them ya allah ilahul alamin those of our parents who have passed away ya allah fill their qabr with noor ya allah give them the highest stages in the akhirat ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah make the children of each person obedient ya allah ilahul alamin make each one's children the coolness of their eyes ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah save our children from all the fitna and fasad ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah keep the children steadfast on deen ya allah keep the youth of the ummah steadfast on deen ya allah keep the women of the ummah steadfast on deen ya allah keep the men of the ummah steadfast on deen ya allah ilahul alamin grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all the good ya allah and pious desires that each person has ya allah and all the pious aspirations that each one has in their heart ya allah ya allah you fulfill it out of your grace and mercy ya allah ya allah fulfill each one's needs ya allah ilahul alamin remove each one's difficulties ya allah ya allah all those who are sick give them shifa kamila adila mustamira daima ya allah ya allah all those who are in debt ya allah remove their debts with afiyat and ease ya allah those who are without jobs ya allah give them halal rizq and sustenance ya allah ilahul alamin throughout the world wherever the muslims are suffering remove their hardships and suffering ya allah ilahul alamin remove the oppression from the muslims ya allah ya allah hold back the hands of the oppressors ya allah give the oppressors also hidayat ya allah ya allah if hidayat is not decreed for them ya allah wipe them out from the face of this earth ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you forgive us ya allah ya allah forgive us ya allah ya allah you forgive us ya allah ilahul alamin enable us to appreciate these mubarak days that are coming ya allah ya allah let us dedicate ourselves to you ya allah let us become yours ya allah ilahul alamin grant us all the duas that we have asked ya allah ya allah whatever we have not asked ya allah without asking give it to us as well ya allah allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta almusta'an wa alayka albalagh wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahil aliyil azim 